The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Another new release hitting Megaplex theaters this week. Some news about the movies that are currently that we talked some we talked about last week uh, as new releases. A sad day in the world of Hollywood. And a poll question that has me thinking, rethinking my stance on a couple of remakes slash reboots. Ooh, that could be really interesting. Welcome in. It is the Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton here with Johnny Lightfoot. You have a good week, buddy? I sure did, man. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing fine now. No? No? Man, I'm... What's going on? I'm just overwhelmed. Just well, overwhelmed by everything. Yeah? I'm ready to declare war. On anyone and anybody. So that's business as usual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's what's going on? Come on, do we need no, a therapy well, session? Well, you name it. You name it. I'm okay. sick of everything and everybody. Hey, I'm I'm there too. I got to be honest. The the COVID thing's finally catching up. You know, it's like uh, I just want to play a concert again or go to a concert. You know? Yeah, I I just want to be able to get gas without, without wearing gloves that in and my mask. mind. Yeah, yeah I, sure. I I just want. Uh, people to have f- jobs, you, can, you know. You could move to New Zealand. They're, no, they're you doing, can't. The borders good. are closed. <laughs> well, you could sw- you could kind of swim it, maybe. Swim to New Zealand. My <laughs> brother-in-law is from New Zealand. Is he really? Yeah. I love down there. We visited there many times, and I, I performed there a lot. It was really cool. And it was great to go see all the locations of where they filmed Lord of the Rings. Did you see the spot? I, I would have no interest in that. No? No. No? Okay. Right. Uh, did you see the spot where the oceans meet? No, I did not. That's a trippy. I've seen pictures of it. Where it's like you can see the two different sides of the water. They're crashing in the middle. Yeah. Because yeah. the world is round. It is round. Breaking news. And yeah. they have to meet at some point. Yeah. Russell. And Brand. you can see right Not Russell they, Brand. Russell not Westbrook. Russell Brand. <laughs> West Westbrook. Russell, no, Kyrie Irving. Is it Kyrie? Yeah, not Russell Westbrook. All right. Sorry. I screwed that <laughs> all up. Russell Westbrook has COVID. Does he really? Kyrie Irving has flat earth syndrome. So. Did he really get COVID? Yeah. And James Harden. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Jazz just moved up. No, they'll be fine before, really, before they start playing. Yeah, you're probably right. They will. So, uh, but before we get into some movies this week, you've got some personal news that is more Utah car sense related. Yeah. But uh, I was really excited about the new Bronco. Yeah. And now I'm seeing the official official photos. You don't like it, huh? It looks like a little tyke's toy. So did you? It's very round and smooth, and that's not Bronco. So you must have only seen the baby Bronco, the two door version. Yeah, yep. There's a four door version. Yeah, the full size, and then there's there's actually three versions. There's the baby Bronco, the Bronco Sport, and the full size Bronco. Okay. And I love them. I think they're cool. They look like an FJ, but with real doors on it, and removable doors, and removable tops. And you like FJs? I do. God, I do. I do not. I do. The only thing I didn't. The only thing that stopped me from not buying an FJ was that bad blind spot in them, and the, the and they're a hundred thousand dollars. Well, now they are because you can't find them anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. I I got on the announcement of the Broncos a couple days ago, and uh, I got on the website, and it's only a hundred dollars to uh, pre-order one. 
Yeah, well, to pre-order it, yeah. and then when they make it and they go to deliver it to you, you better have more than $100. Well, I've got a year and a half before I have to actually come up with that. <laughs> and the $100 is fully refundable, man. Oh, you can cancel? Yes, you can. Oh, okay. They took a page right out of Tesla with uh, with you know the pre-order of the Cybertruck and all their Model S's <laughs> and all that. You can order Only this for, is real. This is real. Tesla's wasn't. But. Yes, this is real. Yeah. Not, But it does not have breakable, non-breakable windows. Breakable, non-breakable. Breakable, yeah. non-breakable. Yeah. All right. Well, congrats. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. We'll see in a year and a half. We'll see if uh, maybe next week I go, yeah, I could use that 100 bucks back. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, he is the $100 lighter Johnny Lightfoot, <laughs> and I'm the $100 in the hole Austin Horton. Yep. Uh, we have some exciting news. There is another new release hitting Megaplex Theaters this week. I know. I saw that. Before we get to that new release, remember last week we talked about The Outpost? Yes. Uh, It did so well, had such a good positive response, that Megaplex Theaters has expanded its showings. Good. You can now see The Outpost at Jordan Commons, Geneva Road, Legacy Crossing in Centerville, Cedar City, and San George. That's awesome. Yeah. That, That is very positive for... I mean, obviously we know they're coming back, but the fact that it's expanding, people are going and enjoying the movie experience again. The uh, John Stewart written and directed starring Steve Carell, Irresistible, which opened June 26th at the Gateway. You can still see it at the Gateway. Uh, followed, you can also still see at Gateway, Valley Fair, and The Junction. But yeah, if you missed it, uh, The Outpost. Getting a, a lot of good reviews, a lot of good response. Uh, it's about the uh, soldiers in the Middle East, the American yeah. soldiers in the Middle East. This is, check uh, it out. This is the one we were talking last week that you really were excited about. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait to see it. Yes. The new release, though, this week, opening on the 17th, so uh, coming up here tomorrow, this being Thursday. Yep. And if you're hearing the replay Saturday and Sunday, it opened on Friday. That's right. Uh, never Too Late. And I don't know much about... Uh, the movie Never Too Late. A group of seniors plan to break out of their retirement home. Uh, you've got... That sounds like something I would do. James Cromwell, Shane Jacobson, and Jackie Weaver yep. starring in Never Too Late. Uh, 95 minutes. It's a comedy, drama, romance. Sounds like a dumb, fun time at the movies. It sounds like something I would do. If I was in a retirement home, I would try to get out of that as fast as I could. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just would. But I'm excited because, hey, did you read who produced it? No. David Lightfoot. Well, let's get him on the air. I don't know who that is. (laughs) But he's got my last name. He knows who you are. I don't think he does. Yeah, man. Everyone knows who you are. (laughs) No. Uh, I I used to be somebody. Uh, you used to be somebody, and now you're here in a room with me. That's right. Actually, in a different room. We are me. social distancing still. We have a big piece of glass between us. Yes, we are not only, what, what would you say, 18 feet away from each other? Easily. Can I, I can't even see you without my glasses on. But we can see each other. It's just we're separated by glass. We're separated. Yeah. I can't hear you, though, if I, don't take, if I take my headphones off. Yeah, if I, if, I, if I do this, you can't hear me, but the people can uh, hello? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. Never too late opening It sounds like a, It sounds like a fun movie that's just going to be one of those kind of like, eh, let's just go kill a couple hours and laugh a little bit. Yeah, you know, it sounds like one that I would see in the $5 bin at Walmart and pick up. Yeah, yeah, you're probably and, right. And just give it a shot. It may, and uh, if it wasn't for the lack of movies right now, it would definitely be a dollar flick movie for me. 
So there you go. Never too late opening at Megaplex Theaters. Let's talk about some movie news and rumors, Johnny. Let's do it. I'm going to start right here, Johnny. Okay. Have we had enough Peter Pan takes? Nope. No? I love the Peter Pan story, but I've got to admit, it's hard to beat Hook. It's hard to beat Hook. Uh, In fact, the only other one that's good at all is the cartoon from Disney. All the rest of them are terrible. Just awful. You didn't like Finding Neverland, I'm guessing. Nope. Yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you as didn't well. Didn't like uh, Wendy that came out uh, just a little while ago. Nah. Uh, nope. No, thank you. Nope. Hook. Hook is. Hook is so good. It's incredible. And yeah. Dustin Hoffman was so great as Captain Hook. Well, what do you think about Jude Law hmm. taking over the role of Captain Hook? Disney has been slow cooking this one for years. They are still looking for a Wendy and a Peter Pan. Hire me. But it sounds like they've got their man in uh, Captain James Hook to be played by Jude Law. You would be a great Captain Hook, by the way. You think so? Yeah, you've... You I look like the, a pirate. You got the look down Arr. already. So. <laughs> but I think Jude Law is Captain Hook. Mm. He's a great actor, man. I, I think he's a great actor. I do think there will have to be some prosthetics and a lot of makeup to make him compete with uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman looks like the cap, uh, the, the, yeah, the Captain Hook that I saw in the cartoons. Mm. He nailed that. So it'll be interesting to see the take. So what I liked about Dustin Hoffman is, yes, he did have the look, mm-hmm. but he had more of the f- the terror side, too, sure. that the 53 cartoon version didn't have. He was more of a clown but, character in that And the cartoon. other thing I liked is he, he maintained that look, because it had been years since Peter was a boy and Robin Williams was the man, right? Mm-hmm. But, and you see him take off the wig. Yeah. And show the gray. Like he, yeah. he he wanted that same Captain Hook look. So I like that. But I'm curious to see how this this will turn out. Jude Law. Jude Law is a fabulous actor. And uh, he's good in just about everything he does. So yep. I think he will be good. Um, I just got to see how it's going to hold up. You a fan of Brie Larson? Yeah, of course. Captain Marvel, of course. Uh, people would probably best recognize her from she was Captain the, Marvel. She was the captain of the Captain Hook's other boat, right? <laughs> No, that's no, nope. That that's no? incorrect, inaccurate. Are you are you sure? Hundred percent. She's a captain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she started out as a, uh, a teen pop star in Canada. In fact, do you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Of course. And Colby Smolder's character. Yes. Uh, what's her What's her oh. pop star name? Oh. Let's go to the mall. I'm totally spacing it anyway, right now. They based that storyline off of Brie Larson's real life. Is that right? Yep. Uh, But she then eventually became an actress, and she's finally made it and is well-respected as an actress, but she has auditioned for a lot of blockbuster movies that she never got the part in, including Hunger Games. She tried out as auditioned for Katniss Everdeen. Okay. Of course, went to Jennifer Lawrence. And rightfully so. She tried to be Sarah Connor in Terminator. In the new, the term, new, right. the new ones, yeah, yeah. right, right, and she auditioned for Star Wars, not as Ray, or, or rather, has tried to audition for Star Wars, but has of yet been invited to do so. Hey, I tried to audition for Star Wars as well, <laughs> and I've yet to be invited. So Bree and I are in the same boat. <laughs> I'm sure you did, too. Uh, and I would, if they asked. Uh, and then Warner Brothers, 
the 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 studios have been more or less vacant over the last few months. Yeah, of course. Uh, but they've got something that just happened this week in real life that they could turn into a movie. What is that? Someday, there was a classic LAPD car chase through the streets of Burbank, California. Okay. And the police chase ended with the culprit crashing into the front gates and through them at the Warner Brothers studio lot. Now, was the people driving the car the Animaniacs? <laughs> I was going to say. It, it, there was no, no word on whether or not Wiley Coyote was found <laughs> on or near the scene. The, the, the car was like this, this lime green uh, uh, Jeep sort of thing. Oh, like it, like the the big new gladiator thing. Similar, yeah. It didn't have the the bed, the truck bed. Okay, so it's just the full the two, the four door. Just Jeep. I think yeah. it was just a, a four door Wrangler. Yeah, okay. but it's it's more or less a sporty Jeep. Well, and it crashed right on through the, those gates before they were apprehended. I need to borrow that green Jeep because I'm going to do that to Skinwalker Ranch. Don't be saying that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you won't do that. I'm not doing that. I and would I never, don't endorse it. I would never do that. <laughs> All right, that's all I got for news and rumors. I got one more. Okay, let's go. Are you a fan of Tron? Mm. Like, there was the original in the 80s and then Tron Legacy about 10 years ago. Never no? liked any of them. All right, Sorry. well, there is rumors out there of a brand I've new- I've played Frisbee. Yeah? yeah? What? Come on, didn't you want to drive those cool motorcycles that shot the walls behind them? And it was like sure. A, that would be cool, right? Sure. Right. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, Tron 3 is currently in uh, negotiations, and- they have rumored to have taken Jared Leto. For which character? They have not said. Was it uh, Jeff Bridges that was in yes. Tron yes. Legacy? Hmm. Yes, and original Tron. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, was, yeah. he was in both. But uh, right now, they're still trying to get Daft Punk on board to do the music. As you know, Daft Punk did the music for Tron 2. Uh, Tron 2, I guess it's Tron 2. Tron Legacy, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. You may not be a Daft Punk fan, but their their score was Daft Punk was great. But I don't know. Do, what do you think? <laughs> you you not being a Tron fan, I already know what the answer is going to be. You keep but, going. I'll just do my Daft. Okay, Punk you do impression. it underneath me. All right. So I want to know how the people out there feel. Are you ready for another Tron three? Do you want to see more Tron, or are you kind of fed up with it? You know, you can hit up Austin Horton on Twitter at at Austin Horton, or you can always hit up me at Johnny Lightfoot. Let us know what you think of if Tron three should really make it in. Should be greenlit and make it into production or not. That was a great <laughs> underscore. Thank you. Sound just like Daft Punk. You were. You know what? You could score Tron Three. <laughs> I just did. You're welcome, <laughs> Disney. All right. Enough of the boots and pants. Boots and pants. <laughs> Going Sorry. hearkening back to last week. Sorry, it's just it's there. The Batman movie. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. They're shutting down. I saw this with a an announced restart date. Uh, it's still scheduled. It's not. It won't arrive in theaters till 2021. They okay. do have a restart date for shooting, but they are no longer going to make any of the movie on location. Oh, saw CGI. They're all building it into studios. So I wonder if it's going to have that old Michael Keaton Batman look, where you could definitely tell it was bad CGI. It was a, yeah. They, the, the, and yeah. paintings and all that. The background was definitely fake. Yes. Yes. But that, that's kind of the allure of those Michael Keaton Batmans, too. Well, yes, it is. But let's be honest. I mean, most movies today, like Avengers, let's take, for example, is made that way. They have, like, a rock that's, like, real, <laughs> and then it's all green screened, and then they put whatever they want in it. So yeah. I don't think that's going to matter too much. I mean, the uh, 
the Christian Bale Batmans were pretty much filmed in Chicago for, okay. most, for most of it. And it had a cool feel, even though it seemed like it was supposed to be Gotham or yeah. New York. But uh, No, no, no. Gotham's not New York. I thought it was. It's styled after New, New York. York. But right. there's also New York. Right, but I'm just saying. Captain it, America is from New York. Yeah, but Although these, that's Marvel, DC. That's Marvel, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. What are you, new? <laughs> Someday they're going to have a mixed universe. You know, Disney's going to buy up DC. And I think they're going to buy up DC, and then yeah. they're going to eventually they're going to put Marvel versus DC. Yep, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Batman did. Now, this came to my. Did you see the Princess Bride reshoot? Yeah. The quarantine reshoot? Yeah. You did? Yeah. With, with all the. Where, the different uh, comedians and actors around the world remade specific scenes of Princess Bride, and then they spliced them all together. I love that movie. By uh, the way. Was it who played Josh Gad? I think played the the kid in the bed. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> they should have got Fred Savage, honestly, because he revised that in Deadpool too. He might as well just keep living that. This is the greatest thing he's done. Well, let's it be was honest. it was hilarious, and they, it was just them with their iPhones in their backyards or their living room or whatever. And honestly, Johnny, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, of course. And it wasn't, there was no CGI, very little that they could do with their iPhones themselves. Uh, you could see it on Qu- Quibi, Quibi? Quibi, yeah. Uh, and all the, all the money you donated to watch it went to charity. And it w- I would love to see them do something like that with this Batman. Because you know what? We don't need another Batman. Well, so why true. not make it interesting and unique and make it, hey, it's just Robert Pattinson in his apartment pretending to be Batman. Who that was, would be hilarious. Who, who played Buttercup? Who was it? It was a guy that played the princess. Oh. Um, what was his name? Oh, man. Now I can't remember. I'm looking at a picture of him well, right now. Well, except there was... So they, they all did one scene. and it was, So like Jack Black didn't play the Dread Pirate Roberts the whole movie. Right. He just, in one scene. And that Buttercup was only Buttercup in one or two scenes. So there was no continuity. I love, though, the fact that he's got a really long blonde wig on and then a full goatee that's, like, brown, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so there There's go. some big names that did this, by the way. Oh, yeah. The, the, tons of names. Tons of people that were involved in this. Uh, so the, the, there you go. I, I, I think, oh, it's Hugh Jackman, wasn't it? No, Hugh Jackman played Humperdinck. Right. He put a little couch pillow on his head or something. <laughs> couch <All right>. pillow. <laughs> but I would love to see them do that with this Batman. So you want to just take it full just comedy. Just make it stupid. Just make it stupid yep. and comedy and dollar bin it. Just a dude in his apartment making a Batman movie. Well, you're right. There's been a lot of Batmans. The story's been told over and over and over. We get it. We your, got it. We know what happened. Your parents are dead. You're sad. You can't commit to anyone because you're saving the world. Your mom's name's the same as Superman mom's name. We got it. What? Didn't you see Batman versus Superman? Oh, they both sadly. Had this, they both, they both yeah. had the same mom name, which is what made them bond at the end. Dumb. Dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb. Uh, the new, you're a Power Rangers fan? No. Oh, that, I thought that was right in your wheelhouse. No, no. I've watched the Power Rangers, and I quickly changed the channel. Yeah, I don't like the Power Rangers either. I can't get there fast enough. But the, uh, the there's a lot of people in our listening audience that do enjoy the Power Rangers. I understand it, but truthfully, I, I mean, it came out after, you know, I, I had already matured, which is still coming. <laughs> but but uh, I never got into it, so no. But what you got there? But those who are a fan of the TV show Power Rangers and we're not a fan of the movies that have come out so far. They're rebooting it. Again? Again. 
and they're going to tie in continuity of the past 27 years since the TV show went off the air. Wow. Including the, the suits and the Zords. The Zords. Of the Power Rangers. So, Power Rangers fans, be happy. The new Power Rangers movie will apparently be true to the TV version. Look, I'm going to go off on a tangent here at Soapbox time. <laughs> okay. Hollywood, listen. Please come up with new original ideas. I'm tired of reboots after reboots, after Batmans, after Power Rangers, after everything. There's got to be someone writing something new. You are the guy that just told us you wanted a new Tron. I do want a new Tron. You just told us that moments ago. But that's a new movie. (laughs) I'm not saying reboot Tron. I'm saying just give me another Tron movie. Okay. But I do want to see a Tron. (laughs) In segment two, we'll talk about uh, reboots and remakes. That's our poll question of the week. What's your favorite or what's a reboot or remake that's better than the original? So if you've got an answer to that, get on Twitter and send that to us. But we're not to segment two yet. We still got some rumors and news to get to. All right. Disney. If you go to Disney World, which you shouldn't be going to Disney World right now, but apparently it's legal again. Really? Yeah, they opened last Saturday. Wow. 15,000 cases in Florida the same day as Disney World reopened. Hmm. Connected? Well, no. (laughs) They couldn't have been, but it's just, that's not going to get better. It's not going to get better with that, no. Hopefully everyone's wearing masks. Well, that's the, and that's what this story is about. If you refuse to wear a mask, you, you don't get in. So you put the mask on, you go in, but then they can't constantly police you no. while you're in there. But if you take your mask off on the ride and the picture and then you go get your picture, they won't give you your picture oh. unless you have a mask on. Really? Yep. You know what? I think it'd be fun to have the mask on for the photos. It's it's This is history. Let's be honest. This is history. It would be cool to have that. Mm. Yes, it would. <laughs> Don't give me that look you're giving me from 20 feet away. Uh, No. I think it would be cool. Just have, you know what? You don't have to shave. You just have that mask if, on. If you've never been to Disney World, wait. Yeah, I would. I would still say wait. Hopefully by next summer. How do you eat? Yeah, uh, you you don't because no one can afford it anyway. Inside <laughs> those parks. Uh, and then Palm Springs. My final bit of news here, Johnny. Palm Springs. The Andy Samberg romantic comedy. Uh, it's kind of like Groundhog Day. It's, yep. it's a it's a ripoff of Groundhog Day. Let's let's be real. It's a time loop romantic comedy called Palm Springs. Well, it broke the record for most viewed Hulu movie release in its first weekend on Hulu's streaming service. Andy Samberg, Kristen Milioti, and J.K. Simmons. The plot revolves around Samberg's character Niles, a disaffected man who gets stuck in a time loop at a wedding he's attending in Palm Springs. Miliati and Simmons play Sarah and Roy, fellow wedding guests who Niles inadvertently pulls into the time loop along with him. Interesting. It looks really like stupid fun. Right, like a couple movies we've talked about already. And that's, I get why it set the record. And a lot of people watched it. Now, I'm looking at this picture, though, of Andy Samberg. You know who would play a great Joker? Ooh. Andy Samberg. You know, you're right about He's that. He's got that smile already going. He does. Anyway. So this is interesting. So we're kind of releasing these movies and TV shows that are kind of like, eh, yeah, that'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the calm before the storm? Like, we're going to get hit hard with, like, Tenant. They're just going to be like, let's get the movies that aren't going to do so well. Let's just get them out and let people see them so we can get them back in the theaters. And then once things get a little better, let's hit them hard. Yeah, they're holding off. That's why you saw Tenant moved. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, 
if we don't start doing things better in this country, we're not going to get any of those movies. You're right. It's going to so, go straight to streaming. So we got to fix this right now. You got some news and rumors? I don't. I'm good. Oh, I thought you did. I'm nope, sorry. I am good. The only thing I was going to mention is uh, we went and saw Empire. Empire Strikes Back. Now, don't ruin the ending for anybody. I'm not going to ruin the ending. <laughs> but you know what? It was really cool to be able to take my son to a movie theater and see a movie that I saw in the movie theater as a kid and love it. And your son didn't have that opportunity. No, he never had the opportunity. He's seen it. Even when they re-released it in the nope, 90s. Nope, nope. He wasn't born till, you know. Now, was this the Lucas-fied yep. version? Okay. Yep. Yep. So you didn't like that? No, I want to see the original, but <laughs> uh, but still, the fact to see Empire on the big screen and just have my son there loving every minute of it and just seeing that same excitement that I experienced in his eyes That's cool. was really cool. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. Family and that connection. That's why I love the movies, for Star sure. Wars Star Wars. Coming up next, your time to shine. On Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot, at Zone Sports Net. Name a remake or reboot that was better than the original. And coming up in segment three from the archives, Doc Hollywood. Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. Yes. That and more coming up next here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Movie Zone, Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot. Soundtrack of the week, Back to the Future, as though you couldn't tell. Right. And the reason why Back to the Future is this week's soundtrack, coming up in segment three, we got some Michael J. Fox news and notes to talk about. When it comes to a 1991 film That's right. that you've picked this week, John. I did. Doc Hollywood. Never seen it. Never seen it. So uh, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about a movie I've never seen. And then when I see it, I'll go, oh, Johnny said that. And Johnny said this. And I, oh, I that's like not, it. Yeah, so. I like it. Uh, but now it's time for the people's chance to shine here on the movie zone. Get on Twitter at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot, at the zone, or excuse me, at Zone Sports Net. Name a remake slash reboot that was better than the original. Mm. Johnny and I, we're not big fans of reboots and remakes. I'm not. I want Hollywood to write some new stuff. I don't want to see the same old movie again that saw 20 years ago. Even though I'll typically go see them anyway, I just <laughs> want, you know, I want some fresh stuff. That being said, there still has been some great remakes. However, yeah, I've, I've kind of had my mind changed because there's a couple on here that I'm like, oh, that that was a yeah. remake. Yeah, I, I I have to admit it's too. rare, but there is always there that true. one uh, that one exception. And there's a couple we've got of a them. couple here. There's a couple. I was doing the same thing. I was looking through the Twitter responses and and saw, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Shasta, our guy Mike, would Airplane be considered a remake since it was over ninety percent word for word a remake of Zero Hour? I've never seen Zero Hour, so I would not know. Ute Shasta always blowing my mind with something, but I didn't. I've never even heard of it. But it, it I think typically remakes have the same name. <laughs> Our guy Larry Tassoni, film buyer for Megaplex Theaters, chimes in. Johnny, okay, the Man from Uncle is a highly underrated film from Guy Ritchie. 
So much fun. Didn't yes. know that was a remake. I, I did know that. That was a fun one. Tom Holland's Spider-Man series, taking their time with his character, not rushing him through his growing slash learning process in a five-minute montage. Well, no, that was a nice change. That was a nice change, but there's also still the Andrew Garfields and the Tobey Maguires, all filmed within the same 15-year period. Well, that's what he's saying is they finally got it right. Yeah, they finally got it right. Yes, they did. Now, The Mummy, Brendan Fraser, 1999. I like that one better than the Tom Cruise. And that's where I was going to, that's where I'm confused, is Brendan Fraser's Mummy a remake? No. Brendan's was the original. Tom Cruise's was the remake. And Tom Cruise's was terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then Ocean's Eleven. I would go there. A lot of people saying Ocean's today. Yeah, I would agree with Ocean's Eleven for sure. Um, You you could kind of even throw Ocean's Eight in there, the one they redid with the the female cast. I liked that movie. I liked that one, too, because that was kind of a reboot of a reboot. Okay. Because they they went with an all-female cast of characters yes but they changed the number yes they did because there were eight of them there was only eight (laughs) uh brett mccormick is a comedian he says dark knight Hmm. although that's i guess maybe he's not trying to be funny maybe that is a a reboot maybe that slides in well uh, yeah uh, every batman movie when they get a new guy playing batman seems to be a reboot doctor of common sense kent says magnificent seven Love that movie. And I think the remake is better than the original. I would agree with that. Uh, Austin Frankham, Run Forest, says RoboCop, but not by much. <laughs> no, I got to disagree with that one. Do you? Yeah, the original RoboCop, as cheesy as it was, was still great. Tyler Stinson, The Italian Job. Yes. And now, there's one I agree with 100%. I didn't know f- for five years after I saw that, that, that it was a remake. You didn't know that? Nope, had no idea. Yeah. And then I watched the original, and it's good. It's good, but it's not as but good. But it's not as no. good as... Uh, no. Now, I wish there would have been more Donald Sutherland, though. The car chase scenes he, he are He dies too soon. The car chase scenes are always great in both of those films. Yeah, and eh, I wish it wasn't minis. That's what makes it so cool. <laughs> uh, Scoville says, Star Trek. Yes, I'm going to agree with that. I think uh, as much as I love the original Star Trek, I'm a Star Wars fan, so... I can't really agree to like Star Trek. But the new version with Chris Pine, I thought were really cool. Brandon Russ says Ocean's Eleven as well. Michael Christensen responds with, Amen, the original is so bad. I've never seen... I'll, uh, confession, John, I've never seen the original Ocean's Eleven. Um, I have. And uh, yeah, it's, it's... By today's standards, it's not great. Now, here's one I disagree with. Running, uh, let's see, BYU NLV fan, Running Reb D. Humes, I don't know, says True Grit, the remake is better than the original. Ooh. So why do you disagree with that? Well, True Brew Coog says, I still give the edge to John Wayne, but the girl he co-stars with is pretty damn annoying. Okay. And here's where I would agree. Uh, Jeff Bridges did a fine job sure. in the remake. It's just a boring A movie, man. Well, by today's standards, yeah. It is so boring. They're just walking around under the stars, riding a horse, trying to get where they're going. Sounds a lot like Lord of the Rings. Uh, It sounds like a cowboy version of Lord of the Rings, yep. Yeah, it does. And the original is really bad, too. Sorry, John Wayne. It's probably his worst movie. John, it's it's really hard to say John Wayne had bad movies. He did. 
But he did. And this is one of them. Yeah, he did. A lot of people are going to be mad at me for yeah, thinking Yeah, they're going to be mad at both of us. But I, that being said, I still enjoyed the new version of True, Get, True Grit. I still enjoyed it. You that. did? I did. But I don't think it's better than the original. Uh, Eric Packard, Magnificent 7. Danny Carver responds with Magnificent 8, to which Eric then answers to Danny and says, Danny, you're thinking of Ocean's 8, LOL. <laughs> There you go. Some some remakes that are better than the originals, and here's where I've changed my mind a little bit. Okay, what is it? Well, the the Man from Uncle. Okay. The uh, Ocean's Eleven, yep. and the Italian Job. Those are all fantastic remakes or reboots, whatever you want to call it, that are better than the original. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. The 1970s King Kong. That was a remake. Oh. So the, from the twenties, yeah. So you know the seventies that we all that we know. I mean, is that fair though? Because yeah, it's a remake. One was a silent movie, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that's a great King Kong. But they've redone it again. But they're tying in Godzilla now with all. Yeah, them. they can save all that. There's going to be Godzilla versus King Kong coming. No. You know what? Is that uh, is that Universal's monsters probably franchise? They, they we spoke of the Mummy. With Tom Cruise is supposed to be part of that. Save it. Save it. It's not going to work. It's terrible. Well, didn't you see the Godzilla movies? The new ones? Yes. And you I saw like one them? and a half of them. Was it like, uh, Skull Island? Was it Skull Island? S- that was Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island, right. Uh, and then the last one was they tied in more Godzilla and King Kong and yeah. the, all the big monsters it's from just, all around. I'm not six. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't do it for me. You don't want a monster movie? Nope. All right. Don't need it. Sorry. All right, no, I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, before we break, though, we have to send out a, a rest in peace and yeah. best wishes to Naya Rivera's family. Naya, uh, as you know, was a star of the show Glee. Whether you knew that show or not, you I guarantee you've seen Naya Naya's face as an actress, model, singer. Uh, and tragedy tragedy struck last week. Uh, her four year old son returned. Uh, on a rented pontoon boat, asleep on the boat. Mm-hmm. They searched for her body and uh, sadly found it deceased over the weekend. And so just loves and and prayers and, and well wishes to the Riveras and their extended family and friends. A tough, tough day. And uh, that that Glee cast, man, they've, they've had some stuff happen to the cast of Glee. It's haunted. Yeah, it's maybe. So, rest in peace, Naya Rivera. Well, there's one more that we I think we need to mention okay. uh, as well. Kelly Preston. John, that surprised me. Yeah, John Travolta's wife. Uh, she passed away this week. And, uh, you know, she was in Twins. Remember the movie Twins? Yep. She's been a great film career, and I, I've, I'm sad about that. Um, I know Travolta's had a lot of loss. Yeah, uh, I think it was his son as well. well. Their son, yeah, yeah sixteen years old, Jet. Yeah, and now and now his wife. I I I feel sorry for the Travolta family and wish them the best as well. Her fa- my favorite movie of hers was For Love of the Game. Oh, of course, Kevin Costner. Of course, John C. Riley, Kelly Preston, J.K. Simmons. It's a it's a very underrated baseball movie. Well, she was in a lot of big movies. I mean, she was in Gotti. She I think she had a small role in uh, Jerry Maguire she as did. well. Yep. And of course, that wonderfully horrible movie with her husband, Battlefield Earth. Never saw it. Boo. She was also in that Gotti movie with her husband. Right. So, and she did good. He did not. Cat in the Hat. She did. She did a lot of movies. Cat there. in the Hat. Yeah, she's the mom in yep. Cat in the Hat. That's right. Ah, yep. Rest easy and rest well to both those 
beautiful, talented women, for sure. Coming up next, we'll wrap up this week's edition of the Movie Zone, getting the uh, flux capacitor fired up, hopping in the DeLorean, and headed back to 1991. Yeah. What's that now, 29 years ago? Don't remind me. (laughs) Doc (laughs) Hollywood will get some news and notes about it next from Johnny Lightfoot here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final segment here on the Movie Zone this week. Austin Horton, Johnny Lightfoot with you. Soundtrack of the week, a reminder, it is, duh, Hmm. Back to the Future. And that's because Doc Hollywood's soundtrack sucked. (laughs) Yeah. But Michael J. Fox is the star of Doc Hollywood, and that's from the archive subject this week, Johnny. 1991's Doc Hollywood. Tell us about it. So Doc Hollywood, 1991. Let's talk about this here. A cocky young doctor, Ben Stone, which is Michael J. Fox, is off on a road trip to California where he's going to become a very famous and well-off doctor. Finds himself in a crash in a small town of Grady where he has to work off his time for the accident by doing resident work at the local hospital, and he starts to find love, and maybe he stays, maybe he doesn't. Wait, was he committing a crime? When he... He, he crashed into the judge's fence. Oh, jeez. And so the judge said you have to... Uh... So it's not a good movie. Well, this is what's interesting. <laughs> this, this is what's really interesting. On uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's kind of swap. The critics give it a 68%. Okay. The fans only give it a 50%. Okay. So it's kind of backwards, you know? But this, of course, has Michael J. Fox, who plays Dr. Ben Stone, Julie Warner, who plays Lou. You might remember her from Tommy Boy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Love Woody Harrelson. And David Ogden Steers. Now, remind, Steers. Me, Steers. remind me who he is. He's in MASH. Charles Winchester. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just passed away, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes he did. Bridget Fonda's in this. Bridget Fonda, yes. And a lot of people I've never heard of. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's um, it's not really an award winner. It's not a big comedy that you expect from Michael J. Fox. It's just, it's just a movie that's kind of cool. But there's some really interesting stuff in it, and I think this first thing that you are going, that I'm going to say you are really going to uh, take to. Okay. So, the story of Cars, you know the Disney Cars movie? Yes. Has been. Re- oh my gosh. Has been. Re- Re, uh, regarded to be pulled from this movie. He does uh, get into an entanglement with the judge in that town, Doc Hudson. Right, and he has to do community service to work it off yeah. in a small town. Huh. Very similar. Doc Holiday, and his name's Doc Hudson. Doc Hollywood. Or, what did I say? Doc, Holiday. Yeah. Doc Hollywood. Hollywood. And you've got Doc Hudson in Cars. Very similar, right? Wow. That's yeah. not similar. They stole that from Doc yeah. Hollywood. They pretty much believe that they <laughs> took the story from it where he he went to a small town. In fact, the movie was filmed in Florida of a town of just 650 people. And it's called, I can never pronounce these towns, My Canopy? Me Canopy? M-I-C-A-N-O-P-Y, Florida. Let's just call it that. Sure. So- this is kind Mike of, and Opie. I don't know. Mike, sure. <laughs> Why not, right? So we were talking about uh, Back to the Future, right? Playing the soundtrack. Yeah. So there's a reason why we did that, and this is the reason. There's a, very, there's a scene in this where Ben, who is uh, Michael J. Fox, meets Hank, Woody Harrelson, in a cafe. And Hank is an insurance salesman. Uh-huh. 
And Hank says to him, have you ever thought about getting some insurance? <laughs> or are you too chicken? Oh. Uh... So that's obviously a reference back to the Back to the Future trilogies. And that's kind of why we threw that in there. I thought that was kind of funny that they threw that part. Because Michael J. Fox had just wrapped up the whole trilogies for Back to the Future when he started this movie. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of threw that little thing in there, which I thought was kind of cool. I'm surprised he dove right back into another project after doing... All night, all day filming of Family family Ties and Back to the Future. Yeah. And then he dove right into a full-length feature film. That's how you work, man. Now I I hear you get to hear Michael J. Fox say the F word a couple times in this movie. You do. This this has a... That makes me sad, Johnny. This has a rating of (laughs) PG-13. Oh, really? It does. But it shouldn't be. There's some scenes that are not appropriate for children besides the F word. Mm. Thank you, Julie Warner. Oh, wow. Yeah. How'd it get PG-13, then? I do not know. <laughs> Maybe it was different. But this is th- this is kind of interesting, and, and this is going to go into something a little bit later, but right before the filming of this movie, uh, Michael J. Fox was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Wait, what? Yeah, so in 1990 is when he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Seriously? 19, and it, it, in 1991, he began filming this movie. So he had very small amount of Parkinson's going on. In fact, it was in his left pinky finger. Wow. Yeah. He was a young, young man. Yeah, he got it really, really young. And in fact, if you look at his IMDb, uh, he pretty much took the rest of 1991 off, I think, to kind of understand his diagnosis a little bit better. And then he returned in February of 93. So he took 91 and 92 off, kind of 92 off because he filmed a little bit. But uh, he returned to the screen but only as a voice character for Homeward Bound. He played Chance in Homeward Bound. So he didn't return to the screen until later in 1993 when he did Life of Mikey, or Life with Mikey. Sorry. Huh. Do, you, so, do you remember the sitcom Spin City? I do, yes. Yeah. I always thought that that's about when he got that's diagnosed. When it, I think that's when it got really bad. But that wasn't for five, six more years. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it started out really small in his left pinky. And then that was happening during the filming of this movie right here. Doc, Doc Hollywood. Hollywood. Hmm. That's too bad. 29 yeah. years old he was diagnosed. Yeah. Sad. Really, really young. Really, really young. So I should see this movie? I think you should see it, but uh, it's a fun movie just to kind of get through the night. It's more serious. There is some comedy in it. There's some funny things, but it's not straight up comedy. Like, like you said, the... The critics gave it 68%, and the fans only gave it 50 on Rotten Tomatoes, which that's not normally how it works. Yeah, right. It's, it's usually. usually the fans like it much more than the critics. So I would still I would still recommend seeing it. It was definitely a place in history. It was the year I graduated high school, and you were like two. I was six. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I, I still think it's a fun movie. I still think I love Michael J. Fox, and this is definitely still during his, you know, Secret of My Success, Back to the Futures, you know, Teen Wolf days. Hmm. You know, it's still part kind of attached to that. Even though it's on the tail end of it, it's still attached. Well, there you go. Doc Hollywood, 1991 from the archives. Like it. I like it, man. I think you would like it, too. I'll check it out for sure. Uh, I can't believe I've never even heard of it. I can't believe you have either. And I'm a Michael J. Fox fan, but I guess I can't call myself that if I didn't know about this movie. Nope, but I have given so. you homework. To watch Doc Hollywood? Nope, to watch something else. Oh, that's else. right. You brought in the disc. I brought in the disc. I want you to watch it this week. I don't know, man. What's, is, it a, is it a horror film? No, it's a sci-fi. Yeah. It's a sci-fi with Bruce Willis. It's a sci-fi with... Uh, Uma? 
No. No? Mila Jovovich. Yes. Chris Tucker. Gary Oldman. Yes. Hmm. It's a great... Uh, the Fifth Element is what we're talking element. about. The Fifth Element, yes. We've talked about this many times off air and a little bit on air, and it's finally time for you to see The Fifth Element. A New York City cabbie, Bruce Willis, finds the fate of the world in his hands. Uh, I don't know, man. Is this what... Is this what uh, Johnny Cab is from? No, that's no, from Total no, Recall. No, 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 that's Total Recall. Yeah. All right. I'll 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 somewhat give it a shot. Give it a shot. <laughs> okay. give, it, give it a shot. I think you will enjoy it. All right. Well, it is one of those that everyone seemingly has seen, and for, I haven't. For so. a reason. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Good job, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, if brother. If not before. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. Thanks to you and every one of you for listening and tuning in and participating in the poll question. This is the Movie Zone. We'll be back next week. Be safe. Be socially distant. Wear your mask. Yes. Wash your hands. Take regular showers. Look, just, wash your clothes and your bedding. Just be a good human. Let's do. Let's get this done. We, yes. can, we can do this. Let's get it done, and we'll be back to normal. We need to because it's affecting Austin. It, which affects everybody. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bring out the tanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Or we won't. Here on the Movie Zone. <laughs>